Do you suffer with chronic pain? Are you taking risky, over-the-counter, or prescription anti-inflammatory drugs? This is Dr. Ronald Hopp with a better natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals. Liquid Turmeric Liposome Complex. Future Farm's liquid turmeric with liposomes and nanotechnology delivers maximum absorption for effective pain relief. Sourced and manufactured in the United States, this product contains 1,600 milligrams of curcumin and powerful antioxidant properties. This plant-based curcumin is used to possibly reduce inflammation, block proteins that trigger swelling, and intercept inflammatory pathways, significantly decreasing inflammatory responses. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Don't live with pain when there's an all-natural, science-based remedy that works. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. It's all about sex and an integrative approach to sexual health. Um, you know, we make a lot about uh, sexuality. Sexuality, to some extent, you know, is a choice. And for some people, uh, maybe they don't have a partner, maybe they don't have an interest. That's okay, because we're not talking literally about uh, oxygen uh, or food sustenance. Uh, but in terms of overall well-being, uh, it is part of your health portfolio because there are uh, benefits to being in a sexual relationship, uh, to uh, sexual uh, performance. Uh, sexual performance itself is sometimes an index of good health because uh, we talked in part one about men's morning erections. Well, uh, men's levels of testosterone, if they persist into middle or older age, are generally associated with more robust uh, health and longevity. So uh, this is uh, a big topic. It's an important topic. Uh, it's not just uh, frivolous or just hedonistic, uh, although nothing wrong with that. And our guest is Dr. Barbara Bartlett. Uh, Dr. Bartlett, uh, like yours truly, is a graduate of Albert Einstein College of Medicine. She pursued a career in psychiatry uh, uh, with a uh, specialty, uh, subspecialty in uh, dealing with uh, sexual problems. Uh, although that's not all that she does. She works with all kinds of patients. But uh, she is co-editor of Integrative Sexual Health. She's written some great chapters in there. So uh, so we were talking in part one about that there's kind of a mismatch because men, yeah, you know, you can get the bag or say Alice Levitra. Uh, you can get testosterone. There are options for men. Uh, unfortunately, there are fewer options uh, for women. It's kind of like uh, the space race in which all the, or the arms race <laughs> in which all the advantage well, let, goes let me, to one side. Let me tell you about some of the options first yeah. for men. Sure. You mentioned Viagra and the testosterone. Uh, there are many uh, forms of delivery there, um, but they also have vacuum pumps and surgical implants, and then now they have the D-wave, which uses sound waves to enhance erections and orgasms. Wow. Apparently, the Injections using, as well? It's, it's similar to... Um, which you would use for uh, breaking up kidney stones, but it it unclogs blood vessels and promotes the growth. Yeah, of that's extracorporeal shockwave therapy, and you know I th I could I can't think of a, something less pleasant than getting an extracorporeal shockwave delivered to my nether parts. But actually, right. uh, it the suggestion is that somehow that does uh, 
a job on promoting circulation and restoring function. So that is a technique I've heard about. That's quite interesting. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there are many, there are about two, more than 200 prescription uh, treatments for male sexual dysfunction. And we only have one for women, and that's uh, called flibanserin or adii. And that is a medicine that its closest relative is buspar or mm -hmm. buspirone, mm -hmm. which is an anti-anxiety medicine, which mm -hmm. we use in psychiatry all the time. I heard there was a bupar shortage lately. Oh, yes, there is. There is. It's a shortage. That's a real disservice to people with anxiety that they, they ran out of buspar. I know. My, some of my patients have been stockpiling it, you oh, know, okay. because they, they knew it was coming. Hmm. So, um, yeah, there is a shortage on buspar and... Um, but, you know, Buspar has an interesting side effect. I mean, most psychiatric meds are put a big sexual downers, on yeah. sexual mm -hmm. functioning. Right. But Buspar is actually a little stimulating. And, and uh, so um, a relative of that is Flibanserin, which I was once involved in research on. Oh. And they found that um, women on Flibanserin have one more pleasurable sexual experience per month Hmm. And when you think they might be having only about four per month, that is significant. Yeah. So that's, it, it that's not exactly uh, revolutionizing their sexual health, well, but you know it's enough to get approval. And I think they're maybe under a little bit of pressure because it was women's groups who were saying, "Hey, you know, you're all in for men. Give us something." Well, yes. I mean, it, there there has been a there was a fight going on within the FDA yeah. for many years about this drug. It was uh, at one time the FDA was kind of down on it. It didn't look like it would get approval. The drug company pulled out and it was sold to someone else. And then it finally came out after 10 years. So I'm very glad to have it. But it is not a blockbuster the way Viagra was. Mm -hmm. And um, it's so it's kind of, you know, it's it's steadily gaining acceptance, but it's, it's not... Uh, I hear it makes you pass out. Well, yeah, there is this, like many psychiatric medications, if you drink alcohol with them, you can lower your blood pressure. So, um, but they took, <laughs> that, for some that's not going to enhance date night. You know, it's like, here, have a drink, honey. And pretty soon it's like a romantic evening right. turns out, turns into a trip to the ER. Well, I don't know if it's really that much more, um, dangerous than many other psych meds, but they seem to make a very big deal of it, and they act we actually had to register through REMS, and the pharmacist had to go through a questionnaire with the patient, and it, it was like, it was treated like a, a highly controlled drug. Would you and prescribe it? Would, would you get behind it and prescribe it for some of your patients? I do. I do, absolutely. And, and with, with some benefit, do you think? Well, um, I look, you know, um, in some of the research subjects that I um, learned about they had they had very strong responses and it is helpful it is really helpful it's just with you know just one more pleasurable experience per month most women won't notice that mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. a, a lot of women are not sticking with it or mm -hmm. they have to go through so much trouble to get it yeah. because of all the extra restrictions that yeah. they're just giving up and a lot of, and then in many cases, it's not covered by insurance. So, uh, and women are much less likely to pay for um, products to enhance their sex life than men. Men, men do it readily. You know, they'll pay <laughs> thirty dollars a pill. Exactly. You know, but a woman, yeah. you know, yeah. no. They, yeah. 
a lot of women don't want to pay extra for right, it. I'm right. sorry. Maybe they have less money, or maybe they're content to be as they are. You know, they, there's less um, uh, less emphasis on performance where yeah. women are concerned. Yeah. So, at any rate, we have that, um, and I'm glad we have that, but it's been a long time. We, we also have uh, a medicine not for sexual functioning. It's a pharmaceutical, but it's an approved pharmaceutical called Intrarosa, which is um, 6.5 milligrams of vaginal DHEA suppository. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, and that's actually made it into a drug? Yes, it did. Wow. It, okay. it's, um, it's for painful sex in post-menopausal okay. women and vulvovaginal atrophy. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, doctors, integrative doctors have been using DHEA sure. a yeah. long time. I, I use it a lot of women with libido issues. Orally. Yeah, orally. Uh-huh. Yeah, you could give a woman 25 milligrams of DHEA. Or we could have the compounding pharmacy make up a suppository if we wanted to. Yeah, yeah and, and, it, and it will even increase her testosterone level. So a lot of times... Mm-hmm. Um, we will just do that to increase a woman's testosterone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so I, I'm glad to see they're starting something uh, to help women's sexual functioning. Um, another thing that I use um, in my practice, in my general psychiatry practice, and I'm starting to use it with sexual pa- sexual dysfunction patients, is pulsed electromagnetic field therapy, mm-hmm. PEMF, mm-hmm. as in the Beamer. And this is a device that improves blood flow up to 30%, and that nourishes your cells and leaves you feeling relaxed. So how, how does that work? It's, it's not something you apply to your, you know, uh, to your genital areas. It's just a body-wide treatment, isn't it? Well, okay, it has attachments. So oh. what it is is there's a, a mat, like a thick yoga mat that you can lie on mm-hmm. that has um, electric coils in it which generate a magnetic field. And so it, it penetrates several, several inches into your body. And then um, it, it causes the, um, the, uh, the electrolytes in your blood vessels to create an alternating current, and it allows the blood to flow more smoothly through the microcirculation. Hmm. So you could you could look at this under a microscope, and you could see the um, red blood cells just sludge better better in the perfusion vessel. when you when you take it, improved perfusion yeah. of your of your tissue, and yeah. Oh, so, so that improves. This is this is all novel to me. Very in, interesting. Infections, okay, like for instance, um, you know. Um, diabetic toe problems and and diabetic ulcers, and uh, but also it improves heart problems and has tremendous psychiatric benefits too. And then there is an yeah, certainly there is that whole uh, you know uh, what is it called extracranial uh, therapy that's not the same as oh, that though. Cranial electrical stimulation (CES) yep. Yep. it's a that that is a different type of the, of uh, electrical current. It's not that's not a magnetic mm-hmm. treatment. This is magnetic. But there are these sort it's of like, helmets that even conventional psychiatrists now use to sort of administer uh, uh, extra. Oh, transcranial uh, magnetic therapy. TCMT, right? That is magnetic, and that's a much more involved thing with a very expensive machine and you know certain specialists do that and it's it's very effective but you know it's a huge commitment you've got to come in yeah. um, several times a week and you know and and but it's fortunately insurance is paying for it and and 
people are doing it. I don't. It's do kind it of an alternative to shockwave therapy, and it's uh, much less uh, uh, harsh. But it it seems yeah. to sort of reset the brain. Uh, are you using other things like oxytocin? Some people use oxytocin for yes, uh, I use oxytocin. stimulating desire. Um, it does. Uh, it seems to. I mean, it's it's still in research mode. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not approved for this use, but right. oxytocin, um, when given in you know fifty milligram uh, units, you can uh, take it intranasally, mm-hmm. sublingually. It enhances desire. It's been used in people with uh, social anxiety and autism, mm-hmm. and those people have noticed tremendous improvements in sexual functioning. So, you know, when, it, when it's used, when they're using it for other conditions, those people mm-hmm. come back and say, wow, this is strong. So it, it is helpful, but it's very expensive because it's a compounded mm-hmm. medication and it's not within reach of right. most Never people. covered by insurance, yeah. Testosterone for women, uh, what's mm-hmm. your take on that? Well, uh, I'm all for it. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, there's a, you know, there are a lot of studies that go both ways. And, mm-hmm. but the problem is that many of these studies did not use it long enough. Um, you know, women with testosterone deficiencies, they lose receptors. It takes them a while to respond to it. When they finally do respond, the study is over. So, you know, it, it just, uh, so this, in other words, you get these plus minus studies. So, but I do think it works, and uh, they've been using it since the inception of sex therapy. You mm-hmm. know, when I first entered the field in the 70s, mm-hmm. they were putting, you know, making 2% testosterone in petrolatum um, cream that the woman applied to her clitoris and labia, and it has, has a tremendous effect. So, and I've seen it over and over again. So I'm in favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it is safe. Uh, you do need to, I mean, testosterone can be converted to estrogen in the body, so anybody who has problems with estrogen due to cancer would need mm-hmm. to That might uh, be a relative care. contraindication or at least a, yeah. a yellow light on using, using that. Right. Uh, I also wonder whether um, women who get a jolt of testosterone from semen get any benefit. You know, cause there's there's actually some ejaculate. studies that suggest that, right, that that may be, uh, you know, a source of, shall we say, well-being uh, for women because they literally uh, are getting testosterone therapy from frequent sexual intercourse. Right. So so uh, maybe she shouldn't get up and wash right away. Maybe she should just lie there and uh, let let it absorb because she's getting some testosterone that way from her partner. There's a drawback to your barrier contraception, which we were talking about earlier. You don't get the benefits <laughs> right. of the, of the uh, uh, testosterone right. content of the semen. Uh, but well, more, you know, mostly the women I use testosterone with are older women. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, and, uh, you know. Pre- Where pregnancy uh, yeah. is not a concern or, or they're not yeah. having uh, indiscriminate uh, partners who, you know, might transmit, sexually transmitted diseases. Uh, it's just from a more, a more broad standpoint, you know, I think we see a lot of folks who are losing interest in sex and, you know, just not feeling uh, up to it, uh, low libido, uh, ED in men, uh, anorgasmia in women. Uh, what about just general uh integrative support you know many of these people are overweight they've got insulin resistance they have a high rate of inflammation uh can we you know get them more fit for sex is just you know general holistic recommendations such as i make to my patients i mean does that enhance does that make them sexier okay everybody 
I see. You know, whether it's a sexual problem or a psych problem, um, I put them on the paleo diet. Okay. I, or I suggest it. Not that they will always follow it. Um, try to get them to reduce stress. Stress ruins your hormones. Mm-hmm. Okay. The higher your cortisol, the lower your sex hormones. Yep. yep. Also, problems with gut motility ruins your hormones because the longer they sit there in your intestine with a with a slow transit time, uh, long transit time, the more they're reabsorbed and right. you have unhealthy hormones blocking the receptors. So you've got to get the bowels moving. Uh, you got to reduce stress. Um, uh, autoimmune dysfunction drives hormones down. So that means you should um, be on an anti-autoimmune diet where you you eliminate the foods that create autoimmune problems like gluten, dairy, soy. Um, so these are are things that you know we do. We and and exercise and whatever you can do to detoxify because we live in a toxic world. It's not a question of, you know, is this person toxic? It's how much are they toxic and what is it doing to their health? And so you've got to get the toxins out. And that involves... Those are the gender benders, the uh, estrogen mm-hmm. mimics and so on. Yeah, and, and heavy metals. Heavy metals impair your thyroid function. If you have hypothyroidism, you're going to... Um, prolactin can go up, sex hormones go down. So you've got to take care of the thyroid as well. And which is a pervasive problem in women. And I think by the standards by which we uh, accord women the, uh, you know, the holy grail of, of thyroid therapy, the standards are so stringent that a lot of women who really might benefit from thyroid replacement don't get it. That's my experience. It's true. It's true. And, or if you, uh, are an integrative doctor and you, you dare to give thyroid hormone where the endocrinologist has said no, you could get in trouble. Yeah. You know? it's, yeah. It's, so it's a problem. I, I've, I've never regretted taking a somewhat uh, alternative path towards uh, thyroid replacement. I think it's benefited so many women where they've basically not gotten answers from conventional physicians. Um, so it, so the, the, you know, the other thing is... Um, uh, what are some of the the uh, more novel therapies for male and female sexual dysfunction? Um, novel therapies. Um, let me think about that for a second. I mean, you covered some of them earlier. You talk about uh, the Beamer. You talk about, uh, you know, oxytocin. Um, these are some of the things that uh, could make a difference. What do you think of, for example, uh, traditional herbs like uh, maca, for example, yeah. that has a reputation as being a sexual enhancer for women. It's relatively inexpensive. Is it worth a shot? Yes, absolutely. Um, anything that boosts testosterone, um, and maca is very effective in men and women, but you can't take maca if you're already on hormone replacement therapy. Mm-hmm. For I'm thinking of women who are on HRT. Um, things that boost testosterone are um, tribulus, fenugreek, Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha does it by reducing cortisol, mm-hmm. apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, vitamin D increases testosterone by mm-hmm. 20% if you just give, um, uh, you know, a small amount. Um, so that's, that's really interesting. Men with low vitamin D levels often have low testosterone levels. Give them the vitamin D, their mm-hmm. testosterone goes up. We don't know yet what's happening with women. There's much less research on women. But we often extrapolate what's good for the male is good for the female. 
It's, that may not always be true, but what yeah. else do we have? We don't have the research on women. They don't. In, they, if they're going to do a small study like this, they're going to do it on men, um, because women are more complicated to study. They have menstrual cycles. They're much more affected by relationship issues, and uh, it's harder to measure their sexual. Well, as they say, that uh, women's main sex sex organ is their brain, as yeah. opposed to men who have it somewhat south of their brain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I was going to mention that in the chapter that I wrote along with our nutritionist, uh, Layla Mutin, uh, I noted that uh, part of the reform movement in the uh, 19th century, you know, John Harvey Kellogg, uh, actually comes from the Seventh-day Adventist uh, tradition, uh, where it was thought that you could banish licentiousness and uh, this is actually was a campaign against uh, the terrible sin of masturbation. And to do that, you should eschew spicy foods, animal foods, alcohol, and basically go on a sort of a starchy mush kind of diet. And that would diminish your sexual desire. So I, I was saying, you know, based on that, if indeed that's that's true, um, then we should look at vegans. And actually, some studies suggest that vegetarians and vegans may have lower levels of sex hormones that may be beneficial when it comes to prostate cancer breast cancer uterine cancer protective but maybe from the standpoint of sexual performance not so good did what have what have you been you've looked at this I, controversy I, uh, you know i i think that's true i know that um, depression uh and and psychiatric issues are um, more likely to occur when people are on a vegan or vegetarian diet and uh, all I go to a lot of integrative medicine conferences where naturopaths and chiropractors who are, you know, steeped in this field uh, speak, and they say that their vegan, vegetarian patients are the hardest ones to get better because all of these things that we do to help our patients nutritionally, they don't work if they don't have the basic underpinnings of the right kind of protein and, and plenty of B vitamins and things. And, and omegas that you get from uh, good meat. So, uh, you know, I I, I think that uh, it's probably best to stay away from the starchy foods, and I think it's amazing that these Seventh-day Adventists figured this out way back when, because they were right. Um, uh, staying on those starchy diets will impair your sex sexual functioning. And they thought that was a good thing. <laughs> yeah, they thought that was good. We don't think so today. Right, right. Uh, I mean, uh, people need all the help they can get today with all of the endocrine disruptors they're exposed to in the environment. So another issue, another pathway that's important is uh, nitric oxide, and particularly in men, because we know that these uh, Viagra-like drugs, uh, you know, the you know, Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, they all work on the nitric oxide principle. Uh, just say no, N-O. And so are there natural ways to enhance uh, nitric oxide? You know, perhaps it's a little bit less of a hydraulic problem in women, but, you know, good circulation, which well, is caused by nitric oxide, can also be supportive of for sexual performance yeah, in women. No, nitric oxide is important for women, too. You know, women actually have as much erectile tissue in their genitals as men do once you correct for body mass. Right. It's just configured it's just, differently. It's internal. It's less uh, conspicuous, and, shall we say. Exactly, exactly. So, um, women sh theoretically should respond, and there are several studies that show that they do respond. 
um, these Viagra-like medicines that work on the nitric oxide system. They improve female orgasmic disorder and in, in special populations like women on, on antidepressants and, and uh, diabetic women. But, uh, and you can eat a, a, a nitric oxide enhancing diet. You know, a mm-hmm. beet root is tremendous for mm-hmm. um, producing nitric oxide. It contains nitrates and all of these other foods that contain nitrates, spinach, garlic, watermelon. Leafy greens. Yeah, yeah. Fish, uh, yeah. So even dark chocolate, um, pomegranates, walnuts, celery, cabbage, spirulina. And you can take supplements to improve nitric oxide. Citrulline and arginine, yeah. Exactly. Flavonoids, B12, hawthorn berry, vitamin C. So women should respond to these uh, as men as men do. And um, it's been less studied. You can even measure your nitric oxide level with a test strip. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just t- take a little saliva and dab the strip, and you could see if your nitric oxide is adequate or inadequate, and then start taking some supplements and, and watch it improve. So that's that's an important thing. Well, great. And then parasympathetic. You know, yeah. pa- you want to enhance the parasympathetic system. How do we do that? Uh, well, gargling, taking a cold shower, hmm. gagging yourself, like with a tongue depressor, to the point where you almost throw up, Humming and that might, belly that might, breathing. That might spoil a date, though. I don't know if you want to really go. Yeah, there. Well, do before you go on your date, but okay. it'll, it'll, in, it'll, it give you more vagal tone mm-hmm. and more vagal tone and improves sexual functioning. It also improves digestion. Uh, so people who are constipated, if they do that, um, they can get better. Mm-hmm. You're right. It, the sexual performance is a parasympathetic function, and I think that's why people who are super adrenalized and stressed. Uh, you know, it's hard to get an aggression, uh, to get an erection when you're being chased by a tiger. I think nature provided for that because, hey, you know, uh, having sex while you're being chased by a tiger, I don't know, sort of get in the way of your escape plan. Exactly. The parasympathetic, they call it the feed and breed and the rest and digest as opposed to the fight or flight mm-hmm. of the sympathetic system. Um, so we can, we know, want to retrain our, our nervous system today, and we can do that with, uh, aside, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, aside from, Stress, what drives our sympathetic system, all of our devices. Oh, yeah. Our phones, our computers, they do drive the sympathetic. So you have to deliberately do things to enhance your parasympathetic today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to have sex while, you know, checking your Facebook account. I mean, I guess some millennials <laughs> have learned to do it, but, uh, <laughs> or taking a <laughs> selfie. Uh, Great, great stuff. And, you know, there's so much more in integrative sexual health. Uh, the authors, uh, Barbara Bartlick, along with uh, a couple of people we've interviewed, uh, Dr. Gio Espinosa and Janet Mendez, uh, and many other luminaries. And yours truly, we contributed to this book. Um, and Barbara, some information about your practice. Uh, you continue to see patients in Manhattan, correct? Yes, Ron, um, I do. I, I have an office in Midtown Manhattan. I also am on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. And then I belong to Regis Suites, where I can see patients out in Long Island and West in Westchester. Great. So I, I move all, all around. Um, I also have a website, which is drbarbaramd.com. And you've got some new stuff on your website. Can you tell us about that? I do. Well, I'm I'm revising it right now, but it'll be up by the time this is aired. And I'm I'm putting up some 
you know, some suggestions for supplements that people can take for various conditions, uh, sexual and mental health conditions. Um, I also want to mention that we were just accepted, uh, you, you and I, Ron, and Jan, our, our uh, co-editor, uh, Janet Mendez, were accepted to uh, do a panel at the Jewish Community Center in Manhattan on December 17th. And I'm um, so happy to be working with you again because I thought uh, we had a wonderful time doing that panel in February. Yeah, that's going to be a great panel. It's a lot of fun when we get together and present our different perspectives on human sexuality. And, you know, the audience, uh, there's a lot of interest in the subject, that's for sure. Yeah. And a lot and a great need for addressing it in a, in a more natural way because the solutions that we have, the conventional solutions that we have are just... They're just not comprehensive enough. They're, you know, quick fixes uh, with uh, ancillary side effects. Uh, and we want to take, you know, not just to take this pill, take this shot, use this technique. We want to use uh, a more comprehensive approach to restoring optimal sexual performance. So that's what this book is about. And uh, thanks for being the editor. I know it wasn't easy pulling it all together, but you really, really uh, did a great job. Thank you, Ron, for this opportunity. My pleasure. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile friendly site, it's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com, drhoffmanstore.com.